the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's called Walking Through Your Open Door. The book of Revelation teaches us an awesome revelation. That is that God opens doors of opportunity for us that once open, no man can shut on us. But it's important to know and understand that any doors of opportunity that God has opened for you and me are only as good as our willingness to walk through. Because if we don't, for whatever reason, walk through, the doors that God opened for me and you will never receive or achieve any of what it is that God wants to be received and achieved by me and you. That's why it's so important, brothers and sisters, for us to learn to walk through the doors of opportunity God opens for me and you so that we can receive and achieve all the things that God has waiting for me and you. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Walking Through Your Open Door. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Turn to 2 Timothy chapter 4. 2 Timothy chapter 4. Have an ear to hear what the Lord is saying unto you today. No, this ain't one of them shouting messages. But it keeps all that shouting down in the house later. 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy chapter 4. Paul teaching young Timothy. We're looking at chapter 4. We'll start reading at verse 17. It says, Notwithstanding, the Lord stood with me and strengthened me, that by me the preaching might be fully known, and that all the Gentiles might hear. That all the Gentiles might hear. Those is including the ones that was persecuting Paul. He says, And the Lord shall deliver me from every evil work. And will preserve me unto his heavenly kingdom, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Now, the glory of God is manifested in and through us. The glory of God is manifested in and through us. The greatness of God, all the power of God, all that God is, is manifested in and through us. God is love. That's supposed to be manifested through us. His love allows forgiveness. That should be manifested through us. Because we live to glorify God. And because we live to glorify God, that's what gives, he empowers us to do what it is he's called to do. And, understand, and, and while doing that, you got to understand that no matter what situation another person puts you in, God will deliver you. No matter what, they, what, what, what path they send you down, whether it requires extra this and extra that and extra this while you deal with them and they foolishness. Don't worry about that because God will deliver you. 
he, no matter what they take you through, God's going to bring you through. No matter what they take you through, God will bring you through. You got to know that regardless of what's going on, God will deliver you. And since God will deliver you, you don't have to do it yourself. Since God's going to deliver you, you don't have to do it yourself. Because most of us, when we're trying to right the wrong in the midst of the situation we're in, we tip the scale and end up making it worse. We, we end up making it worse. Remember the Bible teaches that an uneven balance is an abomination for the Lord? Well, many of us will try to balance the scales because you did that, now I'm going to do this. Because you said that, I'm going to say this. That's the balancing of the scales that we try to do by answering railing for railing and evil for evil. But what we end up doing is tipping the scales and also putting into place a spiritual law that exists that says, whatsoever man soweth, that shall he so reap. And because of that, strife and confusion will keep on operating into our lives because we're now sowing strife and confusion into another person's life based upon the fact that they sowed it into ours. We answered evil for evil. But you got to know that no matter what situation that goes on, you just stay focused on God and doing what God wants you to do. You just make sure you stay focused on the calling that God has in store for you, that through you, all the nations of the earth is going to be blessed. Through you, all the nations of the earth is going to be blessed. And you just keep on going along being blessed and being a blessing. And don't you worry about how ignorant they decide that they're going to act at any point in time. Ignorant, of course, means unlearned. We ain't saying they're stupid. We're saying that they're ignorant. That there's information that they do not have because if they had the information, we, we want to believe, people of faith, that we are. We want to believe that they would not do what it is they were doing. That they would not do it if they knew that wherever strife and confusion is, there's every evil work. That God who has been protecting them from sickness, now by allowing strife and confusion to enter into the house, it opens up sickness into every single person in that household. It opens up poverty, opens the door for poverty to every single person in that household. It opens the door for failure in the midst of every person in that household. Whereas people who were always succeeding will start seeing failure in the midst of their lives. Because they keep gendering strife and don't even understand what's going on. Because Satan's constantly reminding them that you're doing the right thing. That they deserve what they get. But instead of paying attention to what the word of God has to say. And says love regardless. Everybody shout amen. 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 It's good stuff. Because regardless of what they do to you, you got to remember, keep doing what God's told you to do. And the Lord shall deliver you from every evil work. See, what strife and confusion is, there's every evil work. But see, that means that all this stuff now entered in to your life and is ready to uh, 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 get you in the crosshairs to be able to take you out. But God said, I'm going to deliver you from every evil work. Every, did, everybody, did he say every? From every evil work and will preserve you unto his heavenly kingdom. Glory to God and preserve you for that which he has called you to do also. He, pervert, he preserves you for what it is he called you to do. So a lot, operating in, in uh, peace, operating in forgiveness allows you the ability to be preserved to do what God has called you to do and opens the door for God to be able to deliver you and bring you through. You got to understand that this is a thing that happens all through scripture. Satan has been doing this all the time. When we were here last time, we got a chance to look at how Abraham was jamming Sarah, two people that were called by God to do awesome things. Because Abraham and Sarah, we just read in Genesis chapter 12 where he's speaking to Abraham, Abram actually. But yet we also notice Sarah was attached to him by marriage. And because she was attached to him by marriage, the same call that was on her, his life was also on her life. If he's going to be the father of many nations, he got to come through somebody. Amen. And the person that God ordained it to come through is the spouse. 
Amen. The person that he designed the child to come through is the spouse. And so because of that, she's just as called as he called. Because 23 of them chromosomes got to come from her. And 23 come from him. And so she just as called. But when we, we, when we learned last time, but they got out there and Abraham was tripping. Kept putting her out in the midst of danger. Kept putting her out in the midst of strife-filled situations. Even to the point that she kept getting taken away into other kings' houses and stuff like that. Now she got to lay down these men that are not her husband. She got to, you know, give her body and give her life up to these men. Remember, you know, even to the point that, you know, by being sent to the eunuch, the eunuch would change your hair, change your perfume, change your makeup, change how you dress and everything else like that to match this king. Instead of you being the person that you are, you know, circumstances are now changing you or attempting to change you from being the person that you are. But you got to hold fast in your faith just like Sarah did. And God delivered her from every evil work every time. Twice we read. Whereas he pulled her up out of the situation because twice we read her full husband put her up in the midst of a situation. But at the same time, when she went back each time, she didn't go back to, in her mind, her full husband. She went back to her called husband. She went back to her faithful husband because she continued to forgive, which allowed her, no pun intended, to open up and operate in the ministry that she was called to do. And that's birth, the child that, who was going to be Isaac that was going to come through her. He, she opened up and received that man because I don't have to go into it in no detail. The ladies in the house was in total agreement with me last week that most folk would have had extreme difficulty laying that guy back down again later on down the line after he done put you out there twice like that. But yet we learned all at the same time, forgiveness, get, uh, empowered by God's love, allows you the ability to be able to forgive like that. So that no matter what a person does to you, you still got the power to fulfill the calling that God has on your life and be the blessing to that person that you're designed to be also. Let's look at another one. Turn over to Genesis chapter 37. I don't care what they take you through. They're like, yeah, well, that was her. She, she didn't go through all that I went through. That was just twice. I've been jammed and jammed and jammed and jammed again. So, so that went way past mine. Well, let's see if we can find another person there that got jammed. And let's see if we can match your jam to their jam. <laughs> see whether or not you have the ability to pull this off. When Genesis chapter 37, we'll start reading in verse 1. And, and Jacob dwelt in a land wherein his father was a stranger in the land of Canaan. There are the generations of Jacob, Joseph, being 17 years old, was feeding the flock with his brethren. And the lad was with the sons of Elijah, Elijah, and with the sons of Zilpah, his father's wives. And Joseph brought unto his father their evil report. Now Israel loved Joseph. More than all his children, he had favor because he was not that not the way it actually supposed to happen. But, you know, he still had favor. It says because he was the son of his old age and he made him a coat of many colors. And when his brethren saw that their father loved him more than all his brethren, they hated him and could not speak peaceable unto him. Which means every time they spoke to him, they just was nasty to him. You know, when you be around some folk, every time you talk to them, they just don't be nasty to you. You say hi to them, they're like, hmm, hi, if they say that. Hey, man, you know, you know, you, you know, you just, you know, they just play you all hard. Y'all don't know nothing about what I'm talking to about, do you? Hey, man. 
and could not speak peaceable unto her. You try to have a nice conversation, you can't even get past high. <laughs> and Joseph dreamed a dream, of course, given by God. And he told it to his brethren, and they hated him yet the more. Here God's giving him dreams, and he's telling them about how God, what God is saying to him in the dreams, and they hate him even more. And he said unto them, here, I pray you, this dream which I have dreamed. For behold, check it out. We were binding sheaves in the field. And lo, my sheaf arose and also stood upright. And behold, your sheaves stood round about and made obedience to my sheaf, which is like worship. And his brethren said unto him, Shall thou indeed reign over us? And shall thou indeed have dominion over us? And they hated him yet the more for his dreams and for his words. So God gave him a dream. He started telling them what the dream was, and they got all even further upset about it. Little did they know that this dream that God was giving them was showing them what was going to happen that would allow them to be able to survive a deadly situation and to be able to come out on top in the midst of a situation where there was going to be lack. But instead of waiting for the interpretation and everything like that, they just interpreted it in the light of the hatred that they had toward him and saw it as though he was trying to make himself better than them or trying to make himself greater than them. And because of that, they, they just hated him even more because of it. You know, people can even hate you because God's blessing you. People can hate you because of the relationship that you have with God. God talking to you and ain't talking to them. Speaking to you and ain't speaking to them. You getting all clear, you sitting up in the middle of the service all with all kind of revelation, and you be like, whoa, praise God. And they sitting next to you or was sitting next to you. And when they did sit next to you, they sitting there, they wasn't getting the same level of revelation. And instead of focusing in and enjoying uh, the fact that you getting revelation and, 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 and how that revelation is available for them to get, they get mad at you about it. That happens. I don't know whether y'all know that. So anyway, what verse I leave off on? Verse 8, he said, in verse 9. He said, and he dreamed yet another dream. So God ain't going to quit talking because they tripping. And told it to his brothers and said, behold, I have dreamed a dream more. And behold, the sun and the moon and the 11 stars made obedience to me now. And he told, him, he told it to his father and to his brethren. And his father rebuked him and said unto him, what is this dream that thou hast dreamed? Shall I and thy mother and thy brethren indeed come to bow down ourselves to thee to the earth? Question mark based upon the limited understanding they had. And his brother went to feed the flock in Shechem. And Israel said unto Joseph, Do not thy brethren feed the flock in Shechem. Come, and I will send thee unto them. And he said unto him, Here am I. And he said to him, Go, I pray thee, see whether it be well with thy brethren and well with the flocks, and bring me word again. So he sent him out of the valley of uh, the vale of Hebron, and he came to Shechem. And a certain man found him, and behold, he was wandering in the field, and the man answered him, saying, What seekest thou? And he said, Man, I, I seek my brethren. Tell me, I pray thee, where they feed their flocks. And the man said, They are departed hence. For I heard them say, Let us go to Dothan. Like, that's a whole nother teaching. I ain't even going to get into that, because they wasn't where they were supposed to be. Not doing what they supposed to be doing. You know, anytime you got people that's walking in all this unforgiveness and walking in hatred and being led by Satan at one level, it'll show them being led by Satan in another level. Amen. Amen. When people don't know how to have difficulty operating in love with other folk, just, just, just give it a minute. You're going to find them continuously being led by Satan further and further away from where they're supposed to be 
and end up being in places they ain't got no business being, doing things they ain't got no business doing. I'm in the bonics right now, so I'm teaching real good. They be conducting themselves in ways they ain't supposed to be conducting themselves. Amen. They start accepting things that they ain't supposed to be accepting. Amen. Amen. Jobs that have them at, at, at their job when they're supposed to be at church. Don't get quiet on me, y'all. Overtime during church time. Amen. Not being in church at all. I just get to tape. Pastor put me on the mailing list. But I ain't going to listen to none of them. I'm going to fake you out and act like I'm getting it. It says, and, 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 and the man said, they are departed hence, and, I, and they someplace where they ain't got no business being. And Joseph went after his brethren and found them in Dotham. And when he saw him afar off, even before he came near unto them, they were happy to see their brother. And they was like, man, here come our brother, boy. Born from the same father, praise God. And they conspired against him to slay him. Here they, even to the point now that they want to kill their brethren. And they said one to another, behold, this dreamer cometh. Come now, therefore, and let us slay him and cast him into some pit, not even a chosen pit, just some pit, just any pit, any pit will do. And we will say, some evil beasts have devoured him, and we shall see what will come of his dreams. Look at that. Here, here, the, here he is, loving brother, just walk around being the person that's favored by God that God designed him to be, telling his brothers what God is showing him, and now they want to kill him and throw him off in some pit someplace. I mean, are your problems that bad? I mean, do, does your... Your family want to kill you yet? Well, maybe you don't have it as bad as some of these folk in Scripture do. Let's see what happened. Verse 21, and Reuben heard it, and he delivered him out of their hands and said, let us not kill him. Reuben heard it and said that. Of course, Reuben was the oldest brother, which meant that they still understood authority to an extent. And because they understood authority, God used the oldest brother to make sure that none of the other brothers did what it is that they wanted to do. They wanted to kill him. But the oldest brother stood up and said, no, nah, we ain't going to kill him. And that meant that everybody else had to respond to the older brother because they had to bow to his authority. God will always deliver the people who are doing what they're supposed to be doing, conducting themselves the way they're supposed to be conducting them. And although people may be conspiring to do harm against you, do wrong against you, treat you incorrectly and do things that they ought not do to you, don't you worry about nothing. You just go on about your business, accomplishing the assignment that your father has given you, and you will be protected. God delivered them. Remember we read that a little while ago in 1 Timothy or 2 Timothy, where God said he would deliver you? Here's an example of it. God delivered them from the evil that it is he had in store for them. Let's see what happened. What verse is that? Verse 21. And he said, look, let's not kill him. And Reuben said unto them, shed no blood, but cast him into this pit that is in the wilderness, and lay no hand upon him, that he might rid him out of their hands to deliver him to his father again. And it came to pass that when Joseph was come unto his brethren, that they stripped Joseph out of his coat and his coat of many colors that was on him. And they took him and cast him into a pit 
and the pit was empty, and there was no water in it, which means when he hit, he hit hard. Praise God. So they done snatched him around, took his clothes, coat up off of him, you know, coat representing his righteousness, representing his favor, then snatched that coat up all off of him. This is like a violent act that's occurring and everything like that. Because many times people can do you violence also. Amen. But yet at the same time, that's the external coat. Don't you ever miss the spiritual coat of righteousness that God has on you. And don't you allow anything that they do cause you to forget that you're in right standing with God. And then they threw him off into a pit. I mean, a pit like a whale. Imagine a whale, you know, where it's down there deep in there. Someplace it doesn't say how deep it was, but it was deep down there, a pit. But it was deep enough to throw him in in such a way where when they throw him down there, homie hit the ground and he hit it hard. Sometimes you can find yourself way below the place that you're supposed to be walking in. Way below the place that you're supposed to be walking in. And it caused your, your, your family members are the ones that caused you to get there. But yet at the same time, although that you get thrown down there, you got to understand that still doesn't release you from your responsibility of conducting yourself the way your father wants you to conduct yourself. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I can imagine that, you know, by the time he'd been snatched around by his brothers and, you know, his brothers didn't like him. So I know they wasn't like real nice about this. So they snatched him around and yanked him around and stuff like that. My man said I can't kill him, but he didn't say I can't rough him up. And so they're throwing him around and snatching him around and take his coat up off him. And he's trying to stop him. Stop, stop. And they're throwing it around. Because, you know, when people are doing you wrong, you can tell them stop as many times as you want to. You can ask them as many times as you want to. Why are you doing this? Why don't you quit? Why don't you stop? Why don't you stop? They're not going to stop. Because they're led by a foolishness that's on the inside of them to do harm to you. Are you listening to me? And so they snatched him around and stuff like that. And it's quiet as kept, you know, can I talk for a second? It's just a physical fact. The more you resist their snatching you around is the more it will hurt you. Sometimes you got to go with the flow. That if they doing you wrong, sometimes you just got to go with the flow. Now the natural desire is not to go with the flow because you're going to fight back for your own balance or your own position and your own rightness. But sometimes it's easier that it just comes off of you if you just go with the flow. Interpretation. Sometimes you just got to let them go. They want to go. Holler. I mean, you're not saying it out of a negative, like, forget you and, you know, the horse you rode in on. But it's like, but if, when, you got to understand, when folks stuck on stupid, your words of reason aren't going to change anything. Your words of reason, Bible say, never answer a fool in his folly. That's the Bible. That's wisdom. Because when a person gets stuck on stupid, you can tell them everything right, they're still hearing it wrong because everything's twisted. So they're snatching them around and stuff like that, threw him. So he's now way below the position that he's supposed to be in. He's supposed to have full access and mobility, but now he's stuck in one small area, in, camp, in, 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 in capsule in, the, in that one small area. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say about walking through your open doors. I hope that you're seeing that it's true, that there really are doors of opportunity that God has opened for me and you. Doors of opportunity to acquire and achieve all the awesome things that God has prepared for me and you. Hope even more that you're learning and even becoming inspired to walk through the doors that God opened for me and you so that we can walk straight into all the awesome things that are awaiting me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center. 
1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to send it out your way right away. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation and you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride if you need a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do, and we will too. And to all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas, if your desire is to draw closer to one another and to have a better marriage, I got just a thing for you. We invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Covenant Partners Fellowship this Friday evening. It's a monthly marriage seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio that'll help the marriages here in San Antonio. It's a monthly marriage seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half your pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the married people that's done on the third Friday of every month where the widest wedded folk in San Antonio and surrounding areas come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that'll help you take your marriage to another level. So come on through. You go from being married to happily married, I guarantee you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. So come on and spend one evening out of the month investing in the marriage so that it could be as good as God designed it to be and get even better than you ever thought it could be. Whether both of you come or one of you come, just come on through. You'll be so glad you did that is with or without your boo. And by the way, your boo is the one you're married to. I look forward to seeing all of you married people this Friday evening at the Covenant Partners Fellowship at Word of Faith. Don't forget to tune into our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.